You know, we're doing a full renovation here. I do house. know that. <laughs> it has affected me dearly. I look at over. She's tapping away at her phone. And I'm like, what are you looking at? She's like, I'm looking at houses in the hills because that's where we're going to end up. And I said, do you know how goddamn disrespectful that is? <laughs> 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 So we're going to, um, what's the guy's name? Uh, Putin? No. Uh, what was the arms dealer's name? Nicholas Cage played him in the movie uh, Lord of War. Victor Bout is the guy's name. Serial hmm. arms dealer that we're going to trade for, for Brit. Blockbuster trade. Uh, Blockbuster trade. The LA Sparks are giving up Victor. For Brittany Griner. I am wondering, I and this could really go either way. I know for a fact that she was on the Mercury for a long time. As you know, I, I really want vote yes on Prop 27, everybody. But, or is it no? No, it's, it's the Native de- Americans have def- confused me. It's definitely vote yes. And we talked about this uh, off mic. You know, I'm, I'm fiercely, um, uh, I loathe monopolistic powers. It's what's wrong with the country right now. We got to get back to the Brittany what, People are confused. What people uh, on one side of the Native American issue are doing, the fat cats of the gambling industry and the Native American uh, community, they don't want this to pass because they want to keep their hold of the gold. And now we've got these little bubbling communities on the other side of the Native American community who want to get in on the fucking shit, man. You call it California, we call it Oleomo. These guys are just trying to get their what dick wet? What do you say it? Uh, uh, their the beaks. Beaks, beaks wet. Beak. Yes. I actually now call it Oleomo too. Yeah. <laughs> when people are like, "Where do you live?" I'm like, "Los Angeles, Oleomo." <laughs> uh, by the way, if you guys, oh yes, I'm Prop Twenty Seven. Confused? Yeah. If you're confused, uh, you sh- it's intentional and it's on both sides. When you hear what they're trying to sell on both sides and the bullshit that both sides lay down that have absolutely nothing to do with the uh, the matter at hand. It's truly disgusting. It does. You're talking about with propositions in general, or you're talking about with Prop 27? All of them. There was a proposition a year ago in an election where it was like they kept on commercials, they ran it every four seconds. Like, do you want to see chickens in cages this small? And you're like, no, I don't want to see that. And then you uh, get down to the, you know, what this whole thing's about. It's like, it's fast food uh, restaurants. They were trying to get to your heart. Like, look how sad it is to have this many chickens in a little cage. Would you like them in bigger ones? And the proposition, the bigger thing of it was like, we want to kill more chickens. So the, the cages were small, right? Yeah. But the big cages would also be small because of the amount of chickens they, that were now inside get so pa- of Hey, the come on, cages. pass this proposition. Pass this proposition. Yeah. Don't, you don't want to see little chickens in little cages, do you? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Sim- it's all diabolical and disgusting. A similar thing happened with the uh, Uber proposition that was trying to make Uber drivers, uh, instead of contractors, full-time employees, the side that uh, was saying like they want them to be full-time employees was saying this is worker rights. They want it all. But- all Uber drivers I talk to, uh, which is actually a set, me talking to Uber drivers, is actually something I'll do later. Right, uh, right, going right. the extra mile, tips yeah. for a pleasant Uber ride. Right. But I would talk to Uber drivers all the time, and none of them 
wanted it to pass. They liked the freedom of being a contractor and uh, some of the, f- the other freedoms that go along with it. So, But the reason we brought this up is because I was going to ask Dylan. He said the L.A. Sparks are going to trade Russia for Victor Bout. Brittany dan- Griner, yeah. The or, dangerous or Russia's ar- Russian arms dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wanted to ask Dylan, does she actually play for the Sparks? Because when I used to gamble on WNBA, I've since stopped. I killed it for a little bit. But she was on the Phoenix Mercury, and I was like, bet on them because she's super fucking tall. Mm-hmm. So is she not on the Mercury anymore? She or? plays in Russia because that's where there was the most money. But really quickly, I do want to say, when all that Uber proposition shit was going on, I would ask almost every Uber driver I I entered into uh, an agreement with, you get me there safe and um, I'll try to stomach being in the back of your vehicle. Hmm. And I would always ask them about their thoughts on the proposition. And they didn't fucking... I don't know. A lot of them were like, I don't fucking know, man. I mean, I, I have really no fucking clue. Or when they tried to explain it to me, it didn't really make any sense. And it was because, um, and I'm not trying to, to flame anybody, but um, they're Uber drivers. Like, right. yeah. You talk to them different because they were all very passionate and pro really? that they wanted to stay contractors. I swear to God. Really? Swear to God. Yeah, you were an Uber driver too a couple years ago. I, I've, I've played both sides of oh, the I fence I forgot I am one. too. Yeah, yeah, you are yeah. too. You currently are. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, don't break character, okay, Kaufman? Uh, but yes, uh, Brittany Griner was playing in Russia, and I don't know a she lot. She had been for a number of years, I yes. think I heard. I don't know a lot about the WNBA. I don't know a lot about Brittany Griner. I just. Well, according to CNN, it was actually sexist because she wouldn't have had to go over there if they weren't getting their fair wages over here with the WNBA. Oh, look who just made it political. I, I'm quoting a CNN. Uh, segment. How is that political? Well, I'm I'm getting gaslit a little bit, but uh, there was definitely a negative connotation with CNN, correct? No, that was their point of view. She wouldn't have gotten arrested if we uh, weren't so sexist over there. Sure, yeah, but you you could say somebody's point of view with the same cadence that you said, right? So I'll do this. There's uh there's some crazy left wing people who think that people should just be allowed to sleep on the street. And then you go, "Hey, don't make don't bring issues." Out. Well, I'm not I'm not being political. Okay, I'm just right. saying what they're saying. Okay, yeah, yeah you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I I don't watch WNBA that much. Or, or no all. one does <laughs> at all. Um but you know, keep playing. I mean, basketball is a lot of fun. Um there's just this one video of Brittany Griner that's really really awkward where uh, they're doing this TV spot or something, and the guy's like, and "Listen, I'm not trying to shit on female sports. I love f- female UFC; is really cool. Uh, yeah, um, it's, I find it more entertaining than actually the male uh, version. Love the U.S. Women's National Team. Uh, tennis oh. is pretty fun. Oh. Uh, I, I can't throw up enough. I, I love women's tennis. Yeah, women's tennis is unbelievable. The soccer national team is a sia. If you watch the Dare to Dream with Mia Hamm and Julie Fowley, oh them, they're classics. That was when it was about the sport." Well, ripping your shirt off, yes, scoring a goal. It has gotten too politicized, but uh, you know, when Ambi Wambach was just running bitches over, I mean, it was a really, it was a good time. So I'm not trying to shit on women's sports, but there is a really pathetic clip of Brittany Brittany mm. Griner at this TV spot. They're like, "Why don't you dunk it for us, Brittany?" And then she like goes up to try to dunk, and she like doesn't, she can't do it despite mm. being eight and a half feet tall, and she tries like three times, can't do it, and it's this really, really awkward, awkward. Does she have back hurts or something? Yeah. 
Hey, um, so, so this isn't going to get us in trouble. Like, you know, sometimes. What do you mean? Well, well I, we're talking about women's sports, and then we're going to get probably get a little political. Well, I you think. said that we liked women's sports. Oh, okay. A ton. It didn't sound like you guys were too positive about women's sports. Well, I no, he don't... said the women's national team currently is a psyop because of Megan Rapino and her cool shades and her okay. cool sneakers and his, her cool sneakers and her purple hair, mm -hmm. which is, you know, like Nick and, and my dad and my uncle Tommy, they, you know, they all agree. Okay. I. You know, I can see where you're coming from. It's it's. You know. When she just starts showing up on at the White House and stuff, I mean, there's stuff we're not seeing this behind is, closed doors. But I love. I have to reiterate, I love women's tennis. I actually find it more better than the men's game. Uh, the well, power. I bet you have black friends too. Uh, I absolutely. <laughs> I, I absolutely do. Nick is Laura Ingram right now. He's telling Megan Rapinoe to shut up and dribble. <laughs> I used to print off a picture of Serena Williams when I was 13 years old and pleasure myself okay oh, wow great so we are <laughs> that shows in, i love women's sports and black right. people. we it's are in good. a prison exchange for um an arms dealer named victor bout <laughs> for Brittany griner now um we we have a muse that can help us get into this conversation and it's none other than boosie uh, once, once bought him two pounds of weed that is literally neither here nor there. No, but it's I, not here nor there. But Nick was uh, producing a podcast and they wanted this guest on. He said, I'll come on if you give me two pounds of weed. <laughs> <laughs> and and during the riots, the first night we got curfew because of the race wars that were happening <laughs> sure. uh, in 20 in the summer of 2020. Were those race wars? Uh, uh, essentially. Yeah. Oh, well, boy. There we go. It was more like. I'm just saying, it I was, was just more like general anarchy. I think there were a lot of whites that were like, hey, I'll fucking break into a yeah. Prada too. I actually agree. Yeah. But either way, I'm just saying, I was down in Long Beach procuring, procuring this two pounds of weed yeah. when they declared that you couldn't be on the streets after 6 p.m. because it was oh. so dangerous. It was, yeah. It was, it was a wild time in my life. But yes, Boosie yeah. put out some thoughts on it. And truth be told, I haven't even heard what Boosie is about to say. Oh, Boosie had when he was on uh, Thea Vaughn's show, he gave the most damning indictment of Chick Fil A. <laughs> um, little ass nuggets, little ass nuggets, and Chick Fil A does have little ass nuggets. They have to make them bigger. We don't need you to make it mush. We don't need you to make it like Mickey D's, but just cube the breast a little bit bigger for people. You can't charge people for those little ass nuggets. I think their menu is so small and it's it's so not diverse. They're really trying to differentiate the nugget from just like a patty. So they don't have like this big tender that will just look the exact same thing. They're right. like, oh, we have these little nuggets. That's different little less mm. nuggets oh is that what he says there i'm pissed off in a lot mo people too you got to do something about this if we go to war with them they gonna kill no in prison <laughs> okay let's let's listen to what oh. boozy's gotta say how the hell this girl get nine years for a weed pen? political retribution <laughs> yeah and the usa ain't doing nothing about it. well she's a woman you tell me that If that was Taylor Swift, it'd be a peace treaty right now. That's true, Boos. Uh, but if it was Rihanna, there would also be a peace be, treaty. That's true. To go to war. Yeah. For weed peen. For Nine weed peen, yeah. Yeah. What that show for black women? I need to hear the whole thing. Okay, okay. In the United States. And the vice president, as a black woman. She loves locking people up for weed. Yeah, she line. loves locking people up for weed. You supposed to be you supposed to be on the front line to get that black woman out of jail. 
He's crying. He's very upset. Or he's just nah, baked out of his mind. I, little both. Y'all fucked up in his world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Boost, um, really quickly, like you said, if it was Rihanna, I think that we would be going to war. And mm. if it was Beyonce, we would nuke Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would have after we would get her and then we would nuke her, even though it's over. Right. Like just never do that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have some thoughts on this. Russia is a pretty corrupt government. Or system, you know, you can pretty much pay anybody off or anything. It's a Let, government. Let's quit talking about this. Uh, let's trade some fucking uh, gun hustlers that uh, sold guns to terrorists that killed Americans and all that business. Or why don't we just pull some briefcases over there? We get that CIA over there. We get a private plane over there. Someone can be paid off. They can pay. Look, if we can kill Jeffrey Epstein in a prison to, you know, keep shut him up. Who's we? Uh, the powers that be we can pull off anything on the planet earth we can get her out for like five million bucks if we really put our heads to the ground you know what i mean we start thinking no i don't think so i don't think putin wants money um not him he doesn't want the money his underlings do grease the underlings that's right find out what prison she's staying at or get some black hawk down guys over there and uh, wouldn't it be so funny if we did a zero dark 30 thing to pry britney griner out of jail it's really fucked up i i guess it's it's more of an indictment on the market's appetite for the wnba and that people are you know it's a sad truth but people are like oh that sucks that she's locked up and that's a about as outraged as the public sentiment is going to well, get. That's or it, their laws. That's their laws. I hear a lot of that. It, it, it seems nine years seems a, a little conspicuous. Uh, seeing as would it have been four weeks uh, pre uh, Ukraine invasion? It seems, as you pointed out at the top of the show, a little politicized. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we have we have her over here, and we're not going to let her go. And we're going to torture you, and we're going to make your government look weak because you can't do anything about it. Is really what's happening here. Uh, I think uh, the reason the U.S. isn't doing more is because she left the WNBA. Yeah, I like mean, reap what you sell. You're playing in Russia. Why do we need you back so 100%. you can go play for China? Yeah, they asked Biden. He she said, already did. He said, "I don't negotiate to get uh, to get turncoats out of fucking prison because that's what she is. She's a fucking turncoat." Let me tell you what we did when Corn Pop was in Russia. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, so <laughs> speaking of evil old men, and I, I, I Biden's not uh, an evil old man, but he isn't uh, Putin. Uh, yeah, Putin's an evil old Good man. Segue. There we go. Thank you. Um, I am having a bit of an issue with um, my landlord. <laughs> my Sugui. Who is an evil old man. Like Putin. Uh, he, a uh, landlord. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah. Uh, but it's a fucking flawless Sugui. I yeah. don't know what. And honestly, it's flawless. I love tenant landlord drama. Mm-hmm. It's, actually, it's, it's quite fascinating to me, especially I, California, where you have all the rights. Burn have, this guy's house down. It's so crazy because I still feel as though I need to kowtow a little bit, make concessions. You don't. I don't, <laughs> but it's in the title. Yeah. He is the landlord. It's one of the most Not Noliomo. <laughs> right, <laughs> not an Oliomo, and I do need to embrace the power of Oliomo to show this guy what's up. But, anyways, I don't know why, and I don't know if this is your guys' experience with landlords, but landlords, every landlord I've ever had is automatically on the defense. They always have this attack first, ask questions later kind of attitude where it's like, why are you fucking... Give, like- give, give us an example because I the last place I lived in where I was a renter, I had that same relationship with my 
landlord. So uh, landlord is um, can't work uh, an email account to save his life, but like that's a pat move. Right, acting you, ignorant so you don't have to call the Uber. You'll send you'll send an email and he'll go. Please remember to always put your unit address, On zip code, and and uh, phone number in the subject line. And and then like that's he'll, fair. No, it's not fair when he will email. There will be five people on a thread, and he'll just email a random person who really isn't involved. That's a bad example. but I, I think I, I get what you're throwing down. Like a contractor that needs to fix a toilet. Suddenly you're on an email. Show up to uh, Unit 4 on Monday. Like, what the fuck am I getting here? Right, well, well, here's a better example. I called the person to talk about the ant issue that we're having. And out of nowhere, he just goes, you're the only problem. The other units haven't called me at all. Can I say that, that that was my initial first instinct? What? It that's that's like well, if you got ants, but you you left some food out or No, something? no, 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 no. This you is some, you spilled a pop down the back of the stove. This is a chronic issue. I got some ant spray around there. It cost me like a hundred bucks. I'm gonna let you take it home with you tonight. You spray it around your doors and your windowsills, you won't have a problem anymore. Patrick. It's and to you too. Shut up. <laughs> Do you think if I was dealing with a little ant problem, I wouldn't just go to the store, buy some traps, spray them down, and not contact my landlord? I think he's saying because it's his profession. He's got. He's finally what, figured what? out the solution. This stuff's expensive. This is the yeah. real deal. So Holy what is what is? I that? mean, it's in a big container. It's got the spray thing, the extender. It's got a motor on it. Goes. Okay. Well, here's the thing. We've had exterminators over the house three times in the past three months. And when I was when I was flamed by this landlord, dare I say, gaslit. Uh, when he said, you're the only person complaining, I, I almost instantaneously walked to the other units and said, hey, do you guys have ants? And they said, it's co they're coming out of the sockets. They're everywhere. We can't, we've gone through three bags of cat food. We've tried to cinch it up, seal it. We've tried to put it in Rubbermaid containers. These fucking things have annihilated like $150 worth of cat food. Our unit said their dog food's fucked up. They have bites all over. It's a problem. They have come and they have sprayed the place down so many times and still the ants persist because they cannot find the colony. Now, here's where the rub is. The exterminator said that the problem with this situation... The exterminator. Yes. Is that the foundation in the surrounding building of the building is dirt is so fucked up there are so many cracks there are so many issues with the actual building that they don't know where they are concentrating he goes look at this crack in the cement and he sticks his thing in this motorized spray thing and he just starts spraying and he's like if this was a shallow crack we'd see the foam right now but it's just going it's Ooh. so deep i don't know how the fuck to get in there so we've got this problem where I am being accosted by ants and I don't know how to fix it. It sounds like you're just going to have to wait till it gets colder because the landlord's not doing anything about it. So, yeah. So he's just angry at me for complaining. He about was it. saying shove off and he thought that lie would work, but he didn't know 
that you know you're a passionate man about uh, passionate. you being right right <laughs> so yeah he didn't know Extremely. you do your due diligence to in fact cooperate with other uh, yes. fellow tenants right. to prove him wrong right uh did you in fact uh, com- uh put together an email with proof that in fact there were other tenants that were having the same problem as you yes and uh, the exterminator was sent out two days later um once again he just said i can't do anything you're gonna have to just wait till it gets cold. Oh, really? That was, it that be, was the solution. Wouldn't it be funny if the exterminator said, I think you're just going to have to sue and then handed you a card of a good lawyer or something? Yeah, I yeah, know, I wish. With his name on it? No, I don't want to get that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, don't want to get that. I don't want to get litigious. Well, but. well look, uh, you, look, once you caught the landlord in a lie, he did, you know, those exterminators, they're not cheap. I'm not saying this guy's a perfect person or whatever, but I mean, what's he going to do? He's going to have to. Uh, probably do major remods on this fucking uh, unit here. A hundred percent. So that's the thing. It's shove off. It's shove off. We are not fixing the foundation of this dwelling. Yeah. And um, I think we should give Dylan more suggestions how to get rid of them without knowing what he's been through with it already. Because that was fun. Yeah. He was gay. Yeah. Well, he's like, here, you why mother- don't you just buy some ant spray? <laughs> <laughs> fucking bitch. <laughs> What, you leaving food out, you idiot? <laughs> I, I will say this. and Well, now you hire professionals. I assume they know they got to do the entire perimeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would perimeter. hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Dylan lives, it's pretty cool. And it's not it's not unique to architecture that I've seen before, the way that this uh, structure is built. It's pretty cool looking, but it it looks like it also creates a lot of problems how it's... Uh, yeah, it's it's old and it's it's quaint, but there's no central air and there are a fuck ton of fucking ants well, all you over. Fought for that apartment, just oh, to remind big you, sir. Time, big fight, and I lo- I love the apartment, and it will get cold, and we will no longer have ants. But it got me thinking. You know, there's that old expression: "He wouldn't hurt a fly." Mm-hmm. Flies are so difficult to kill. Mm-hmm. You know, like who are these people that are just knocking flies out of the air? I can, I can, my wife really, and I'm like, don't kill them. Just come on, let them out the door. But and with I, a swatter. But I'm not good oh. enough to get them. You can with a swatter. If you have a swatter, it's incredible. Because they don't sense them coming. They don't like huh. whip out of the way. That's They're a real great invention. I love attempting to catch a fly. Ever, I'll get one. I'll get maybe two, three a year out of like a thousand attempts. You're supposed, <laughs> right. to, you're supposed to, when they sit there, like you put your hand like facing them. And then you just go at it quick, so that it flies into your hand. It's first. Oh, nice, move. good to know. Uh, I, 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 when I was younger, I used to be able to do it better, but I, I think they've gotten. I quicker. did a Mr. Miyagi, but it wasn't chopsticks. I did. Oh, better. I did an Obama first day in office when he's doing an interview. He caught a fucking fly with his hand. I, I did. I did that recently. Yeah. What is that? Like I've never been able to do that. And so that aphorism, like, uh, oh, he wouldn't hurt a fly. I think it's more apt to say he wouldn't hurt an ant because. I have had, you know me, I, I, I don't like, I'm a softy. I, I don't like killing uh, spiders. I will go to great lengths to get spiders out of oh, my- Oh, I have to, or my wife will kill them. I, I go, all right, I'll take care of it. Yeah, exactly. And um, very rarely do I kill them. Um, what about the homeless around the, the road under there, under the underpass? Oh, they deserve to die. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cut and dried. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, your point taken. You're, hey, you're I, a big softy. I have a landlord story. <laughs> well, really, you had a point. Really quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, you know, you wouldn't hurt a fly. It's, it, the, I, I, don't, I don't like killing, killing anything, really. But these ants... Every once in a while, I'll just be sitting at my desk working, and I'll feel a little tickle on my hand, and I see this little guy, just and, blow him. and he's just walking up my hand, 
And I, like some type of God to be feared, just smush them. You smush them. I smoosh them. And I've done it to probably hundreds over the past couple of months. I smoosh. I just go like this to their little feeble bodies. You can barely feel their little souls leaving. You, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's this. They're part of a larger community, Dylan. You know, worker ants and all that. Oh, and yeah. They have a queen and. You know, I feel Dude, I've learned so much about these these creatures <laughs> through these these frequent visits of the exterminators. When you put bait out, they'll send kamikaze pilots in. Mm-hmm. And if they don't come back, they know the way, the direction they sent them. They have to go around it. They circumvent even the t- finest cracks. The man's trying to fill everything with bait, but there's just too many cracks. Hey, Dylan, just, just stop being uh, being more of a humanitarian <laughs> next time. Like, pull up, pull, take that little land out, give him, uh, give him grace, and just go and blow him off your hand. You know what? It would be smarter to do that. Send him back. Tell them it is not a problem to come this way, and then I can kill them more in one strafe. You want to hear an argument that my wife and I had about three weeks ago? So we're sitting in bed. We're watching the Dateline. It's a great murder. I'm totally into it. There's a fucking mosquito in the room. It's like... Mosquitoes goes like all this. kill in two seconds. Oh, me too, because they're extracting blood from me. It's painful. They leave a... Uh, Inv- uh, invasive take- species. Kill on sight. It's so invasive. They're taking your blood from you. Well, they're Draculas and with spreading wings. Spreading monkeypox to gay men. So my wife, that's fucked she up. She smacks the mosquito right on her arm. Yeah. Pulls away. Got you. And then she picks up her glass of pino and starts sucking it down. Right. And I turned to her and I said, "And I can't have my bare feet on the bed after I walk on the floor. You just killed a fucking insect." The blood's still on your finger. False she, equivalency. In but no let's way. Let's drill into this. What? She kills a mosquito on her arm. No, no, no. I know, but what? You can't have your bare feet after in- I walked on a floor. I if my uh, my feet either. are in the bed, I, they have to have had socks on them. I'm not allowed to walk around on the floor barefoot. Is my point? In the oh, house. okay. Oh, I am allowed to do that. I'm not allowed to bring socks into the bed. Yeah, that isn't. I can't do that either. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm a prisoner in my own house. Same. So you have to walk around in socks. She doesn't even live there. And then you have to get on the bed. Remove And you the have socks. to take the socks yes. off. Yet she will allow a dead insect that she just uh, murdered on her arm and then treat it like, well, that's that's not dirty at all. Oh, she doesn't? She didn't even wipe it no. off? No. Oh, she let the carcass and the blood just sit there while she sucked down her pinot? Yes. Oh, my God. It's like it never happened. What Another you, uh, ant fact. Yeah. One of the strongest uh, animals uh, with the ratio of body weight to what they can carry. You know, number one? Ants. The dung beetle. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Pat? Uh, you I, okay with him taking your bit? I didn't say well. Uh, have you thought about fighting against this? I'm broken, man. She's defeated me. I, uh, I have nothing left to fight. You've not had a single bout where you've, like... It, these little things, these mechanisms of control, this, this dare I say, glass house you're living in. And when I say glass house, I'm referencing the horror with Lily Sebecki. Hmm. You haven't fought back against any of these things? Like, have you? I'll take it for you, Pat. What you've come to understand, Pat, is all these things that you don't want to do are better for you. And, 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 <laughs> hey, and you Isn't don't. Right, your feet are piggy. pretty dirty when you walk around yeah. the floor yeah. and you're in bed. You They're don't know right, what you're inviting piggy. into your bed. You, you, this is the rules, and, and it's good for you, and you will accept it, and it's okay. Yeah, you want to know the gall that piggy. my wife had on Saturday <laughs> night? 
You know, we're doing a full renovation here. I do house. know that. <laughs> it has affected me dearly. I look at over. She's tapping away at her phone. And I'm like, what are you looking at? She's like, I'm looking at houses in the hills because that's where we're going to end up. And I said, do you know how goddamn disrespectful that is? <laughs> <laughs> what a bitch. You, you're, you're, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's okay. No, she was. no, I'm You're essentially kidding. just putting the finishing touches on like your life's work, this beautiful home that you added on, an addition and a pool for your family. And she's like, kid. what's next? What's next? Hey, uh, what's the ratio of input into this project? Of her? Yeah, well, both of you. Ah, uh, 50-50. Really? It's yeah. been 50-50. Yeah, I try and be nice. She's do- doing the whole kitchen. I said, you can do what's in the house. I'll do it outside. They have women love backsplashes. Yeah, she does. I love a backsplash. Mm-hmm. I don't want I anything to do with picking it out. No. But if it's good, I like it. Yeah, I'll I show you mine and get your, uh, get your take on it. Do you have to leave, Pat? Uh, no, I was going to tell my, uh, uh, my uh, oh, landlord oh, yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. story yeah. Okay, so I uh, you want to hear a really good episode of Another podcast show. I did told the story. We all told stories of our worst neighbors or people that live next to us in an apartment. That's right. And Holy I told a story shit. about a guy named, uh, I forget what I fake named him. It was something, uh, Bob or something. Yeah, Bob. Bob. And I think we called him Brob or something. Brob. Yeah. Bob Robert or something yes. like that. Just like, it just like Robert ha- Ory, Big Shot Brob. Harrowing right. tale of the worst neighbor ever. It lasted years. He threatened to kill me. He went to jail twice for that. And I, then Nick had those old people that were bumming everybody out. And then yes. I had the people who were uh, wore masks. That's right. Oh, that was great. Those two girls that uh, tried to cover up your ring camera because you felt like, even despite the fact that it was pointing outside to the... They, they told felt- me that I was... How the fun did this? The, the, she said that that someone could hack into it and, and watch them. And I was like... Why the fuck do you think anyone would want to so see they your dr- fucking ass walk that, out of your apartment? That was insane because they dressed up. Imagine seeing your ring camera and looking at the footage for the day. And they the tell morning me, after we got into the they dispute, dressed up like the fucking guy uh, in Saw with like pig masks or some they sh- had crazy shit. No, that's masks. the others. Was it the other? Which ones were they wearing? They were wearing masks. It's so funny that you. I bring just jigsaw, up- jigsaw. No, you're is- talking about the strangers. Oh, strangers! You're talking about the strangers. Damn it! When when we were in Colorado, the this I, I when you're out in the woods, it's really spooky that there's just darkness everywhere and silence. Same thing with Virginia. It's national forest. It's just dark, and there's Except an uns crickets. yeah crickets, bullfrogs. Um, there is the wind blowing. That was great timing of that throw. Yeah, yeah, did that for production. <laughs> yeah, did that for production. <laughs> Um, but one of my biggest fears in life is people watching me and I don't know they're watching me. Mm. That's uh, my biggest fear is there's somebody in the window looking at me and that, I have no idea that it's happening. That's crazy. One of my favorite pastimes is looking at people and they don't know. I'm, but wow. they're, the strangers is my, the, the height of my biggest fears. Just crazy people picking the house. And that last one of the last lines in that movie, I think Liv Tyler asks them, why do why are you doing this? And they said, because you were home. Oh, my God. That's so fucking horrible. Now, true story. Too. I watched that movie, Based. but I played on my yeah. phone while I was watching it. But I had to see what those three actors looked like. And they were uh, and I looked them up on IMDb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl was cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Handsome. Yeah, she was a very handsome lady. So anyways, Landlord. Oh, Epic yeah, so, episode of APS when we talked about those neighbors. So yeah, in the Epic. early years of my relationship with Brob, uh, and it was just, it was a living hell, 
I used to call the owners of the building. Now, there were nine units. Bob had one that leaves eight other units that are dealing with Bob. Well, wouldn't you know that I got seven out of those eight units to write a letter of their experiences with Rob and how he was torturing the entire uh, apartment complex. He had one holdout. And I forget her name, but she was a bitch and she lived and she was like 75 years old and she didn't like that I'd thrown some get togethers. And one time I was out <laughs> right. talking to a friend and she dumped water over my head because she was on the second floor. I said, what the fuck? Anyway, whoa, she, whoa. she defended uh, Brob. So, right. but anyway, well, you I, shouldn't have been so fucking loud, man. I sent. Did you all, tell her that he was trying to kill you? She, she witnessed it the night of. <laughs> He's going to murder me. Why? You shouldn't have thrown so many parties. It was kind of like that. Yeah. So uh, my dad did that to a deaf kid one time at our old apartment. He just kept knocking on the door. My dad was trying to write. So he opened the window and he threw a bucket of water on him. He did. How did he take it? (laughs) Uh, I mean, the kid, he was, his name was Arthur. He was a really, he had a really good uh, spirit about him. So he, he thought it was funny. I think Hmm. I had a deaf kid who had great spirit about him, but I'm going to save some of the stories. I just thought of a myriad of them. So anyway, so I send these letters over about Bob. Bob, Rob, whatever. <laughs> Rob, yeah. Big shot, Rob. And, uh, Big shot, Rob. And Almost shot they me. come back with yeah. me and they said, this is my landlord. And they said, uh, he's a pretty litigious guy. We sent this over to the lawyers and uh, it's just real tough to get these people out. You know, we need more or whatever. I mean, what do you need more? We had a neighbor that uh, wrote a letter <laughs> saying that <laughs> the guy said he was going to fucking kill me. <laughs> Then we had a neighbor uh, that wrote in the letter, I remember this, that they caught Bob trying to stick a knife in my tires. And they said, (laughs) and I quote, you're busted, Bob. We had a a neighbor that wrote that. Then we had a pregnant woman (laughs) that said she was feeling so overwhelmed with anxiety that she was concerned about being able to take baby to term. Can you imagine... Jesus. That still was not enough. Yeah, it's like somebody telling Aaron Brockovich, you've just got to go back to the drawing board. We don't have enough here. It it was absolutely incredible. And I, I totally get where they're going with this. But I, one point, got on the phone with the owner, the owner of the building. I'll, I'll beep it. Kim Shapiro. Look her up. She's probably on there. She owns a bunch of buildings. And the way that Kim Shapiro got a building was that her father had bought Three buildings for three of his children. He was a businessman, and he gave each one of his children a building to set them up for life. And Dylan, you are the person that kind of hates a white a white people's entitlement. But when I got that fucking piece of information, it I lost my fucking mind, and I got on the phone, and, well, she didn't pick up. I left a message just screaming that you don't know what it feels like to live in a shitty apartment next to a psychopath. And how would it feel if this was your fucking sister that was pregnant with a fucking lunatic threatening to kill people with a gun? And how do you fucking like it? We have ants. How is it not easier for the, like when there's this uprising, this mutiny and it's like, it's, it's eight to one. How is it not easier for the landlord to get rid of the system is all geared towards the lunatics. (laughs) She's got seven tenants writing letters. We're not going to do anything and we'll probably just deal with it, right? Because we're suckers. But we also have another idiot that if you make waves with him, now you got to pay for lawyers. If someone bought a, like, let's say someone buys a, a duplex or a quad in like Hancock Park and they're like, we're, we're going to pay the mortgage. All you have to do is manage it. You can live there, and then once once we've paid for everything, you can have it. 
would you would you guys take that? Because I don't fucking think I would. Being a landlord, managing other people, having to deal with their shit, you know, people bitching that they've got ants and stuff. Or change a light bulb. Or change a light I wouldn't want to... F- no fucking way would that be worth it. It's not worth it. Oh, my God. I, by the way, I just end the story if you didn't listen to my story about this. Uh, eventually, I drove uh, Brob out because I, I, I just I was very active with the police. And anytime this fucker did anything, <laughs> I fucking called the cops. And they became so used to the story that they come out and it's like, is it Brob again? And we finally drove him out. He got him arrested multiple times where he finally he gave in. And uh, the it was no landlord that was going to help me. And I'll end this story. I fucking bought a house finally after living at this shitty apartment for fucking 15 years. Yeah. And I wrote a letter and I said, this is my final month. And they had the temerity or they thought so low of me. They had someone call me uh, to make sure that it was me. And I got on the phone to confirm that I had, in fact, was my last month because I bought a house and I was moving. And they said, yeah, I showed the letter to Karen. And then I showed it to Kim. And I said, Pat's leaving. And we were like, let's make sure. And I'm like, why? Because I'm a loser and you never thought I'd leave this place. And that was definitely implied. <laughs> Good work. Dude, I am so or excited. I'm sorry that happened to you. Nick just sent me. You, <laughs> yeah. you want to talk about another letter? Hold on. That Pat wrote. My God. I'm so fucking excited to I talk wrote a about this. Uh, so I'm actually audibly. You guys are going to have to wait for the health. I forgot this was my other thing. Oh, and, dude. And I was way more excited about this one and I forgot about it. See you soon, PJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Facebook post? <laughs> No, read it, read it, read it. Yeah, read yeah, it. yeah. No, it's it's an incredible post, Pat. So uh, we oh, like. Oh, I have a story about that. Come on, how long are we going, Pat? You need to go. No, you have. To, I actually switched because I knew this would make him stay here, and I get to introduce it because I brought it up. I, have I get a, to reintroduce. All it. right, so I you have. You can't tell the story. I have a Karen story with a girl named Karen that I went to high school with that ruined that post. <laughs> I was gonna get to some of the comments. I hadn't seen the updates. Okay. Yet so. All right. Um, we've, we've talked often about Facebook, and, and it's the most entertaining is hometown Facebook, which, yeah. which, despite looking down upon it, just like Dylan and I, Pat is a part of. Yeah, it's hometown Facebook. I would say, like, little town Facebook yeah. or small town yeah, Facebook yeah, yeah, yeah. is. It, it's just really... when I thought I was out, you brought me back in. <laughs> you just texted me. You're like, that's my red. See you soon, PJ. So that's my name. No, I know. I know. It's just some of my favorite when I see stuff from across, like uh, people bickering, like uh, someone in their neighborhood has someone a huge problem with someone in their neighborhood group using the word powwow. Happens in Craig County all the time. Uh, And uh, he's got his goddamn hounds out again on 311. (laughs) Does anybody know who this guy is? (laughs) Somebody talk to him. And then 7,000 comments. Nothing gets the community engaged like a fucking yes. dog on the loose. Small town Facebook. Or a hometown hero coming back and throwing a party. Yeah. But <laughs> I scrolled past um, <laughs> a Facebook post from someone we all know that got quite the engagement. They, they were letting everybody know they were returning, triumphant return to their hometown. And the person who posted this was none other, none other than Patrick Hickey. Yeah. Dylan, would you like to read? I'm the going post? home next week to Massachusetts after a four year uh, hiatus, stay. and yes. you're never and you're, going back. And your child not. has never been there. Nope. She's I'm going. Meet my mom for the first yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 
Pat writes, hey, Massholes, I'll be back home next week and would love to see everyone. I'll be throwing. Now, this is the kind of Facebook post we've talked about before. <laughs> Only lunatics write this kind of Facebook post because you're welcoming in the wheat and the chaff. But so uh, he goes, I would love. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. He damn near specified the wheat and the chaff in the post. I want to see everyone. <laughs> I'll be throwing a get together on Friday, August twelfth. This is my favorite part at an undisclosed location in Lominster <laughs> from four till we fall down. Yeah. Did you spell the wrong? name of the city wrong? No. Oh, that's Leo Minster? Um, all okay. are welcome. Family, friends, teachers, ex-girlfriends, and even that pussy that sucker cunt <laughs> punched me at Galleons. Um, at Galleons Party, you can come too. Just let me know in the comments and I'll DM you the address. See you soon. See you soon, PJ. Yeah. Now, uh, this- And um, you posted a picture of uh, PBR? Yeah, yeah, it's just cheap fucking- kids beer that we used to drink in high school right uh now i talked to my mother she's pretty pissed about this because <laughs> it's gonna be at her house <laughs> the classic undeclosed location yeah, my yeah. parents house. my mom so i said mom you need a half barrel so what are you gonna do you guys are all old none of you guys are gonna drink all that beer you're all old now i'm like mom just get a half barrel which is like why i'm like because i'm gonna have 60 people at the house <laughs> so anyway that post has actually been edited and I want to just get to this. <laughs> so I posted that, and it's meant to be fun. What a and well you've brought forth. Whimsical. <laughs> and um, so uh, why don't you bring the post back up? Sorry. Uh, uh, I just had it's a, a screenshot. If you want to go to your Facebook, that's fine your friends you with Pat. So I said, there's a point in there uh, where I basically welcome everybody, ex-girlfriends, teachers, and uh, that pussy that sucker punched me at Galleon's house, you can come too. Originally, uh, Galleon... Uh, is not the person who threw the party. Chris Galleon is the kid who sucker punched me breaking up a fight. Oh, I thought Galleon's was a bar. No, it was a house party thrown by Dante. <laughs> and uh, I had not known, because Dante just worked at Demolis Grocery Store at the time he used to throw these bangers back in 1992. <laughs> Little did I know that he, now Dante, had reached the heights of uh, fire marshal in our small town. So I got a, a text from Karen on Tuesday. I'm sending you a message privately because I do have concerns about the post mentioning Dante. He and my sister were married and have two kids. I'm wondering before referencing Dante's name, you checked with him to see if it was okay because this is the world we live in now. Wow. He is now the fire chief in Fitchburg. I know you didn't <laughs> reference his last name. I have concern about his privacy. Jesus fucking Christ, Karen. Her name's really Karen, too. She's really going to love me calling her out on this show. Anyway, I said... You could I, do a, a, a who's on first slash um, dude sweet kind of thing. Yeah. Where you just call her Karen yeah. the entire time you're talking I to should her. have. Yeah. But I that I, I oh, said quickly, yeah, like, Karen. The same thing. Get out of my comment section, Karen. Well, I said, yeah, I don't mind editing. It's just a funny name. I'll remove his name. And then I quickly changed it. And then she said, well, that's up to you. I was just wondering, typical Karen behavior. Yeah. Then why fucking bring it up, Karen? And she has no relationship with Dante? You no, know, she said or her that sister's pussy, married to him. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That but that, I was just thinking like, I'm just having a fun time. You got to ruin the fun by telling me I got to change a name out? What's There's a half barrel? Uh, it's a half barrel of keg. There's pony kegs, which are quarter barrel. And keg. You, 
It's a keg. It's a keg. It's a keg. Barrels keg. We use in Wisconsin. We used to say barrel parties. I didn't know really kegs until I went to college. Oh, okay. Right. Half right, barrel. Right, right. You, you throw in a half barrel. You throw in a full barrel. Three oh. barrels at Ryan Jobs' land. Whoa. Oh. That's a fucking part. Yeah, yeah. What's the difference between a, a keg and a? Uh, There's a keg and a half keg. Uh, a keg, a full keg, is about 150 beers. A half keg, you, yeah, it's you, pony. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, 150 beers. Patrick, you're all old now. You're not going to be drinking all that beer. I'll make some margaritas. I was like, eh, now get the half barrel, mom. So you so got you, the half barrel PBR. You're going to have gonna 60 barrel. people at your mother's house, which I you slept on a mattress. Yeah, a blow up mattress. This is. I want to come. Yeah, I want to come too. <laughs> Me and Nick will fly out with you, buddy. <laughs> uh, we actually had uh, some listeners reach out to say, hey, can I come too? On on the Facebook post. And you said... You uh, gave well, I messaged them privately. Yeah. No. <laughs> Why? Well, it's going to be weird. I'm with my friends and family. How the fuck am I going to be like, oh, let's talk about... I know Dylan is kind of funny too. And yeah, you know, what the fuck oh. am I going to do? I... I <laughs> Wouldn't you love though if you had fans coming up to you as you're you're holding court, catching up with your old friends, and someone comes up there like, "Hey, Patrick! Hey, Patrick!" Now we do have a particular listener where I said, uh, "On the next night, I'm going out to a bar. You're welcome to come chat me up there." Uh, all right, guys, uh, join him in Lowminster. One more Lemonster. Po- one more important about it, about it. Uh, does one your more wife important about you, it? It's an important point. Yeah. I combined it. It's a portmanteau yeah, about yeah, an important yeah. point. Am I a douchebag? I, I thought that was a fun post. No, it was super. It was it was super fun. It's but it's pat. it's hometown Facebook. Did your wife have any problem with you, including the ex girlfriends, inviting <laughs> them to show? She up. hasn't said anything yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting note. Let us know how that develops. Okay. Jump the iTunes ratings reviews. Free one uh, or a paid one, I should say. This uh, is a paid week. one, right? No. Oh, it's fuck. free. Uh, uh, join us uh, on Patreon.com for more content. Join us on YouTube. We love you guys very much. We'll see you next week. I'm Dylan saying goodbye. Nick, say goodbye. Bon voyage. Pat, say goodbye. Bye. Bye.